Welcome to Outrun the Bear, a podcast where we discuss video games with no real authority and express popular, unpopular. We're here to express all sorts of opinions while trying to outrun our backlog of games. Great intro. I'm one of your hosts, mm-hmm. Jacob. That's and Jacob. You are? I'm Adam. This is our podcast. And here we are, back again. So excited to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we really are. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of silliness before this we hit record here and yeah well it's it's hard reining you in to get you kind of focused on starting a podcast yeah it's it's me it's all me yeah you're totally right I'll I'll take that I'll take that for the team here yeah (laughs) I think people can read between the lines on that one yeah well Adam how are you um well just well yeah, that's a weird way to say um, you're doing, like, like Superman does good. Well, is good. Superman does good. Yeah, you're doing you well. You're not right? well. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. good. But you, yeah, but, so well. like, I can't say good to you as a response, but like a short version, like, how are you? Well, that's a weird answer. It is. I, I, I still remember I was 10 years old and my family went to Italy and we, had a relative who was a teacher and she introduced us to her class because they were like, oh, you guys speak English. And so you can speak English to them. And I remember as a 10 year old, uh, they asked how I was and I said good. And I got lambasted by my sisters for saying good. As you should. Because that's not appropriate English. Correct. Still think about it today. Lambasted. Well, nicely played. I like that word. Lambasted. Yeah. Jacob's using some big words today, let me tell you. Although he's now used his quota of conflated, I think he's used it twice today, and that's the maximum amount that you can say that word in a day. Okay, I'll try. Not, I'll try to avoid. Oh, I'm, I can use it though, this. just for the record. Well, you've used it once by referring to it. This is true. Um, so I got one more. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So games. Uh, this is late in the year. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of falling around our list of something. Mm-hmm. And Adam and I were talking about this, but um, we're not ready to record that episode because we need a bit of time to some homework, uh, to yeah. kind of do some homework and look at our lists and actually do that. Because this creeped up on me. It was until we started. It was hard to see the end of the year this. coming. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't know. We talked about this episode and then I realized, wait, like we literally only have like a week. left. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. A It'll, week and a I half think, left. I feel year. like we'll find a spot to record somebody. I mean, if it's not the very end of the year, it's fine, I think. But the, um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited because we talked a little bit yesterday about um, maybe our format and how we might consider uh, games that, um, well, you tell us. Like, it was games of this year, right, that we were thinking about? Yeah, I. the, the couple of things that I wanted to do was yeah like it had to be games that we played this year uh that were kind of new to us right sorry not games that came out this year but games that were new to us this year that's right yeah yeah because we often go back to look uh or we revisit new games or older games because that we've already played because of we're replaying them or um there's new content or new friends or whatever that may be um but yeah i i i kind of wanted to lock it in a little bit so that it was new games for us this year um but i also thought uh we'd add a second list in in some way um that is just the new games of 2023 that we played yeah 
you know, uh, like what what are the newest games that we've played this year that we think are the top. And now, kind of of our span, I know I, I think both of us will have kind of a a different breadth of games when we look at that, um, and it will be a smaller pool. Of course, twenty twenty three because we talk about our backlog all the time, and we're always going back to finding games that just you know yeah. we finally have access to that have been out for a while. So it'll be a smaller one, but I think so. The main list of list of something will be new games that we played this year for us and then we'll kind of have i think kind of a second list that will just be a list of like our top 2023 games yeah sounds sounds good that were released that's what i'm thinking that's what i think will play well for us too yeah because then then we're not talking about the games that we play like to your point the bring back like a new old game that we just really enjoyed or i think historically minecraft's been big on my list jake um highlighted that one last night when we were talking about which makes a lot of sense because and ironically this year is not a strong minecraft year for us for whatever reason but um but mm. historically it's been one of the games that's brought me the most joy right because it's something i can engage with with my family and right so yeah should yeah. be good so yeah. that's so we'll sometime hopefully get that soon, in soon ish yeah in the meantime what have you in been playing time i saw jacob has uh he called he said i had a sneaky game but now he had a sneaky game and it's the yeah. same game. It is. What a sneaker. He didn't even tell me. So, I had to learn I had to learn yeah. it from reading a document. Oh, mm-hmm. I wonder how that feels. Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. feels all right, actually. It's fine. Um, yes, I started playing Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy. Tell me about it. Uh, what do you because... think? Because Oh oh sorry. sorry. Tell me why. Why did because? What's the because, Jacob? Uh you. Yeah. Oh um, look I... at you. Now I feel special. Yeah. I think I said last time, it's always been on my list of, of course. series yeah. that I always intended to kind of get to. Um, it should be perfect I, for you, right? Because it's like murder mystery-ish. It's graphic novel, which you kind of like. And it's like very much like Japanese graphic novel style, which is the game style you've consumed. And and it's just, it's a fun, it's kind of like a little silly and fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it reminds, it. it um, it's funny, some of the, some of the audio cues or music cues uh, reminds me of um, the, oh gosh, uh, why can't I get the series right? It's um, the, like, oh, that visual novel one about the escape rooms kind of thing. Um, Seven. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble Shibuya? for that one. It's like 999. Shibuya? And, no, 999. No. no, it's like 999. And um, I'm like I'm like buying for time as I scroll through my uh, Steam list. Um, but um, it's not that. Anyways, the no, uh, the, zero time the dilemma. Non- the non games. Non games. Thank you. My goodness. Zero time dilemma and that kind of thing. Anyways, yeah. playing it, I was like, oh, these audio cues are like give me flashbacks of that game. Um, no, it's really good. I did finish a game on Game Pass, and then it was sitting there, and I was like. Like, why am I putting this off? I just have access to it. Like, I should just start playing. It, yeah. You know, and, um, you know, with you starting it, it kind of was like, ah, I should just get into this. So, yeah. So I started playing it. I got um, four episodes in. Yeah. Uh, to the first game. And it's great. It's very, like, it's very kooky. Yeah. And kind of wacky. And it's, I mean, some of the names uh, crack me up. They're so uh, good. Guy named Sal Manella. Like, Sal, S-A-L, yeah. Manella. Yeah. Like, what? Um Anyways, that's just one example, but um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I'm enjoying it. It's um, 
I, it's funny though, because I, it's a, it's a linear experience. You know, um, I was asking my friend a little bit about it because there was, there were some parts in the game that I was curious to know whether you, there's extra things to learn that you don't necessarily need to learn. But he was saying, no, it's, it's very just like, you're just progressing like a, like a regular visual novel and you just go through the triggers. And then really it's just like, you're just matching stuff up. Yeah. You're trying to figure out like what links the evidence or present X against Y or whatever. Yeah. And based on making the right choices, it'll progress the visual novel. Right. Yeah. Um, But they kind of make it out to be like in some of the early ones, you kind of almost quote unquote fail because you can't find the contradiction and you're, you're not meant to. And then it kind of triggers these other things from happening. So I was always kind of like asking like, Oh, is there anything else into it? But no, it's straight up a visual novel. But I would, I would say that I am finding at times, like I'm surprised, you know, you go through it and you're like, okay, I can figure out these contradictions. Like, yeah, obviously like you said four o'clock, but clearly the thing happened at five or whatever. Right. Sure, yeah. Um, but there's some that I got stumped yeah. on. Like I didn't have to look it up or anything, but I sat there forever trying different things. I right. was like, like, I know, because sometimes it's like you, I know kind of, or you know kind of like where they're tripping you up on, and you can, they kind of give you a hint at times when you're trying to push them. Right. But it's like, well, what's the actual piece of evidence that is going to trigger me to tell you? Yeah. This, so this this know? game for like the uninitiated is a game around a lawyer, a hotshot new lawyer who's supposed to be up and comer or whatever, and he gets his first like real case. And like they even started off really basic. Like the the judge is like, hey, like just to make sure you're actually settled, like I need you to answer these questions. And so yeah, like what's the name of the defendant or whatever? And it's kind of yeah, like yeah, just yeah. getting you like like sorted out. And um, but it's all like very courtroom based. But then they'll show you scenes from like the event that happened. And and uh, yeah, I I really enjoy it. And I feel like really victorious when I like what no. That's impossible. You couldn't have not gone in the room. You had to have been in there because of like, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and, the, but then it's like, the, okay, well, what thing do I present to prove that and kind of yeah. link that up correctly? Yeah, it's good. I find it gets a bit harder as you progress or it, it, because it, obviously the cases get a little bit harder and it gets a little bit more obscured. But um, I also find the whole concept of the courtroom and how law works in this it's, it's like it's, it's like 100 realistic it's like you could literally be a lawyer after playing this i'm pretty sure cases have to be completed within three days like there's no question so like it's it also treats it, it almost treats you're actually guilty into proven innocent right the prosecutor can literally hide evidence he's allowed to hide evidence from the defense like there's the the most insane things happen where you're like sitting there and you're like the whole point as a defense attorney is you you are trying to like find the holes in the witness and also find the evidence that the prosecutor has specifically told the witness not to point out because they know it'll prove that your client didn't murder or do the crime so it always feels like it's like what and the judge is so not impartial he's either. so lenient he's like oh Oh, okay. That's a good part of oh, the story. Oh, I guess story. he is guilty. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. There's no, there's no jury. It's always the judge yeah. that's making the decision. Yeah. So it's always like, oh yeah, the prosecutor makes a good point. I guess we should probably just call this person guilty. And you're always like, wait, I haven't cross-examined the witness yet. And he's like, yeah. do you really need to? I think, I think he's guilty. Yeah. It's like, what is this world that we live in that they're just like, yeah. It, I mean, of course it's a game. I, it's, but it, it always makes me laugh when you're going through this and it's like, 
I feel bad for anybody who was accused of a crime in this game because it's like you're you're guilty if you get accused. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't know any of the details here. I'm just gonna throw this out there, and somebody's not gonna correct me because it because <laughs> they just don't maybe don't know either. But I, and I, and I know for a fact that it's a bunch of silly baloney in the courtroom. But I do think actual Japanese courtrooms I think they do run differently, like significantly differently than North America. Um, now, do I think people are hiding evidence? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. But like, as a, as an example, I think, and I haven't gone through this myself, but I think you have to like, everybody has to see all the evidence before the trial even starts. Like you have to, yeah. you have to enter it. Yeah. And then like everything yeah. I've watched from television dramas and whatnot, that's what you have to do. And I, I don't know if that exists everywhere. I just don't know. Yeah, no, I, no. I, I'm going to go I, with, I, I, I'm going to go with that's probably consistent. No, it's <laughs> It's 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 just like I'm in one where the prosecutor basically has never lost. He's like 40 and 40 or he's 40 years of never losing a case. Uh. And he gets to the point where he just like owns the courtroom. So he just like he's uh, when there's a rejection, he's he's saying denied or sustained. And the judge keeps saying, like, no, that's my job. He's like, no, 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 don't don't even bother. Like get out of here and the judge is like okay i'm like what what so good so it's very goofy it's very goofy but it's it is a very fun game and i'm really enjoying it wonderful and it's all so like it, it for those yeah who haven't played it it it's not all about the courtroom it's like it's a visual novel so it kind of goes back and forth but you basically you there's like an investigation stage it usually is over like three days and there's usually investigation where you talk to a bunch of different people, witnesses and the police and all that stuff. And then you go to trial and you work through kind of the witness of that day, typically. And then if you succeed, then you move to the next phase of the investigation and it kind of goes back and forth like that. So it's not all in the courtroom, but right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The characters are fun. It's a whole, you know, like I said, goofy, but, um, well, the good news is there's lots of these, right? So, um, they made a ton of this content and then, and, Something I don't think you and I've ever talked about is Professor Layton. Have we ever talked about Professor Layton? We have. Have we? Okay. It's been a minute, maybe. Yeah. Um, so there is a, and I haven't, I actually own it uh, on 3DS. I, it's, I think it's sealed on my shelf downstairs. It's Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright. I don't, actually, I couldn't even tell you about the game. I don't know, but I'm, maybe that seal gets cracked. And I have played a bunch of the Professor Layton games. They are very fun and frankly, like super up your alley. They're all puzzle games. Um, yeah. and they're very enjoyable and you have a 3DS now, so you should buy them or find a way to get them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's awesome. What else have you been playing? Um, played Steamworld Build, which I know you played as well. Ah, yes. Uh, this game, I knew, I, I was pretty sure I was going to love it when we played the demo months ago. Yeah. Um, I completed it. It's not a long campaign. I think it's only like a 10 hour campaign. Yeah. Um, so I, oh, but man, it's so good. It's so good. I enjoy this so much. It has, so, uh, it's a city builder essentially in the steam world dig series, but it mixes the C- city builder and kind of like management piece of it with like a defense game and digging game underneath. So there's like two kind of levels you switch between the top world which is your city building and then you switch to the mine shaft where you go and you dig for resources and you build out um kind of a a mine underneath 
and eventually it becomes kind of like an area where you have to actually defend from enemies and so you have to build that thing so you're defending yourself underground and it's all automated defense so you're just kind of building out defenses and they are just automation automated but then also manage your city on top so it's all like you need to have enough citizens you need to have enough engineers you know but they have all these requirements so making sure they have those requirements and building out all the resources for those things and it just it's like to me it was like a perfect progression system just to be very fun just like to keep managing it it's got a really good management sim so you can see you know how much you're producing and how much you actually need and where you need to improve and it was just a it's just like a very uh very fun game and it's obviously built to play over and over again to like there's different difficulties there's different uh worlds or maps yeah they can play yeah. um so it's it's meant you know the campaign is more of like an introduction of how to play it from end to end all the different things and then you're kind of meant to like challenge yourself across different maps and difficulties to see how well you can do. Sure, like any of the big city builder games kind of generally yeah. just sandboxy, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did play this one as well. Um, I didn't really like it. Um, I played a ton of it and I got near the end and I just I just abandoned it to be honest with you. Um, I didn't I didn't find it very like I found that the um, the city building wasn't really like impactful to anything like and there was no like like your design and layout could pretty much be what you want except that they put some arbitrary restriction on like road distance um which is fine but i think i think it could have been done a little differently and maybe a little better and i found that the um i did like the underground i thought that was i thought it was a, like a neat second element to your point like it's almost like two games for the price of one almost like you, you really are getting like a city builder but i felt i for me i just found that they they tried to turn up the fun and i think they did like there it is does have some fun components to it but the i thought like the city building was just too too light and too non-impactful like i could just kind of just play stuff willy-nilly and it just it just wasn't and to your point there's different difficulties or whatever maybe the campaign's not intended to be hard but it just it just i just steamrolled the content it was just like just do these things and you win the game and so nothing felt difficult at all nothing felt like i had to manage anything and to, to me a lot of those city games are about managing problems and um and i just didn't get any of that and sure you could you could say well adam that's not what the game is and oh okay i'll accept that but i just didn't i think short term wise like there was like this like initial like love for it and then i found um and I'm not hating on this game by any means it was a fun game for for a number of hours but like i just I just don't, it doesn't have the staying power for me for sure. Um, but it's uh, initially I did, I was like, wow, this is, this is fun. And then I just didn't find it all that deep, but. That's fair. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I mean, I guess this is a thing for me. It was the perfect mix of those two things. Yeah. First Steam World game. Yeah. Um, well, and it kind and of a departure from all the Steam World games too. Although arguably they've kind of gone in different directions. I didn't know this. I listened to another podcast that, and they liked it a lot, but they, <laughs> they mentioned uh the card game that they came out with was it heist yeah hand of or hand of gilgamesh no or whatever it's hand of gilgamesh yeah gilgamesh gilgamesh, yeah. gilgamesh. um the must be really good yeah also came out like apparently two weeks before slay the spire oh really yeah <laughs> not not brutal not great timing really they yeah so they i mean they always come up with a different one because they have the timed one the heist which is um turn-based ricochet 
kind of mechanics. Yeah. And then they had the card game and now they have a city builder. Yeah. 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 yeah, No, I, I enjoyed it and it got harder near the end where you were having to manage the, the battles more and more. And obviously with the more difficulty, trying to manage the resources because there's only a finite amount of resources. So managing your trades and all that stuff. And I definitely, it wasn't difficult by any means. I never felt like I was losing, but there were moments where I had to really like hunker down and figure out how to build up right. resources to get to a certain next level. But I just found it fun. I just, I actually, I just enjoyed that. Um, I felt it would, I felt I liked the less pressure mechanics of it. Like, I didn't. It's a chill. It's a, ch it's a chill out game for sure. Like, and I think you and I oh, found yeah. one night. I think we were playing. We were chatting, and I think we looked down at the clock, and it was like, I don't know, it was late, and it was like, holy mm -hmm. smokes! Like, so you, you kind of know at that point, like, okay, I was clearly having a good time. If like time just like two hours just went by like that, um, yeah. I just found like it just. Anyways, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not trying to beat it up. It it was no, it was fun for fine. a point for me. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, what else? Um, you I played Spirit of the North, uh, the Enhanced Edition, because it came out in Game Pass. Uh, this one been kind of on my radar for a long time. Um, I completed it. It's it's like a another pretty relaxed game. Um, really light platforming and puzzles. You control a fox uh, who's followed or kind of works together with like another spirit fox, and it's kind of like this. Um, it's all like landscapes that are start there's like a corruption some plant corruption uh that's taken over and you kind of find these little like shaman skeletons that you kind of um link their staffs back in so that's just like a collectible thing do you try to find them um so no fighting it's very like low-key um it's decent i wouldn't say it's like fantastic it's decent. Mm. It was just like a nice, like, uh, no concern or like no stress kind of game to just like play at the end of the day to just like jump around as a fox and kind of look, you know, just kind of explore this like landscape as you progress through and figure out these um, uh, puzzles. Right. Because um, the puzzles are more platformy puzzles and you have a spear fox that can like activate uh, specific things and you get abilities uh, as you progress through the game, you get kind of new abilities with your spirit. And so they, you know, uh, the puzzles progress as kind of a part of that. So it's not, again, not a very long game. Mm -hmm. I, I imagine about five or six hours, but um, I, there's a second one coming out. And I think it's a games pass day one thing I noticed. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's a second one. I should play the sec first one. So, you know, it came out. So that's why I played it. But whatever. I mean, it, if you're looking for a relaxed game with a fox great <laughs> that's your game i wouldn't like yeah. again it's not like not one that i would say like you have to play it's just um that's it's decent i think there's a there is a spot for um just games that are not th that are just games you can play without having to like really challenge yourself and i think that dwarf romantic that i played last year was another one of those games where you just kind of just kind of meander your way through it. It doesn't have like a ton of like story or other things. It's just, it's, it kind of looks like a board game, but, um, and I guess it plays like one, mm -hmm. like a solo board game in a way, but, um, yeah, just like nice and calming. Yeah. That sounds good. I, I, I put spirit of the North in like the Jusant category. Okay. Um, but Jusant 
to me is is a great hire just from uh a bit more world building like there's there's actual um letters and stories and as you progress that st- thing it's similar similar style of like progression where you're just kind of going through these areas and solving minor puzzles until you get to kind of the end and it's it's more like interpreting the story yourself which is what spirit of the north is it's just there's no dialogue um there's no writing it's just kind of um interpreting as you go along yeah so i like those they're good they're fun um but so that kind of category but yeah i definitely put like jusant in a higher grade just because i think the the world building in jusant is a bit more kind of interactive and fun in that in that regard yeah yeah cool um i also played um in kind of the vein of phoenix right i played frog detective um not familiar tell me more yes so (laughs) this game this game is great uh the entire mystery came out so these came out in episodes a long time ago um and i just i kept seeing it come up so i'm like oh i'm just gonna play this it, it's just a very silly adventure game that plays like a point and click in first person. You are a frog detective solving mysteries. The first mystery you do is going to an island where the island's owner, who's a... I don't know, is he a monkey? No, the scientists are monkey. I don't know, he's some kind of animal. Um, he, he keeps hearing ghosts on the island and so you got to figure out who the ghost is. And it is like probably less than an hour to finish the story. It's very, very quick. But I immediately played this game and I finished the first episode. And it's like, I am now going to play this with my daughter. Mm. Like this feel that felt just like it's silly. It's silly trade mechanics, like talking to each person and they all have a thing that they want. You know, so like, uh, you know, oh, I need that toothpaste that the alligator has. Yeah. yeah, but he's looking for something that will replace the toothpaste, right? And so you go around and you find a scientist who's like, "Oh, I have this, you know, mouthwash or whatever that I've made that's like the most amazing mouthwash, but I need, you know, X." Sure. And so it's all this like, "Oh, I know what that person needs," and trying to find those things, and it's all the trading game yeah. thing, and just and, and then you find the mystery and you're done. Right. Like it's a very simple game, and it it's it's humorous. I think it was funny, like. You know, kid humor yeah, kind of sounds perfect really for silliness. kid play. Like, yeah, that's good. And I was like, oh, I, I'm definitely gonna play this because I feel like it's a good intro to that idea of verbal puzzles and 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 reading. You know, figuring out what people want. She's tried to play something like um, Siberia, which is well above uh, her age in my mind. I mean, the content in itself. Um, but also just like the puzzles right. you really have to like that introduction to understand point and click adventures and like some of the assumptions they make about the player knowing like what to do and yeah. stuff like a seven-year-old it's a bit tough so um i was like I, I played that first one and i was immediately like i feel like this is a good a good intro to just that idea of just figuring out these puzzles it's like oh i remember that person needs this thing and you know yeah it almost becomes like a matching so, game yeah it's very good yeah yeah um i also played a new board game through tabletop simulator called arc nova which i thoroughly enjoyed um i wasn't sure at first uh a mutual friend 
it was just him and I playing. Um, and he was really itching to play, but he was like, oh, it's really complicated, and I think nobody will really want to get into it. And I was like, oh, just go for it. Let's go through it. Let's just, like, play it. And um, it was very fun. There's a lot of mechanics as part of this game. I'm not going like, to go through the whole thing. The whole concept is it's a zoo management game. So you're managing your own zoo. Is it a versus game or to... a co-op game? Versus. Versus, okay. It's all points-based. So, like, you're trying to base make the best zoo. Yeah. Um, and it's all about, like, collecting animals and like you know but also improving your research at your zoo and um the whole thing is based on like two tracks that like one is appeal and one is conservation and they're kind of like opposite and so they're supposed to meet in the middle as soon as one person has their two tokens meet in the middle the game ends and then you kind of um, count the distance of these things you're trying to kind of work on both of them um but, but, but you can only take one action per turn, and those actions d depend, they kind of move around. Um, every time you use them, they reset to the beginning, and so uh, you can really only do them once, and then they kind of improve as you don't use them. Again, I'm not, not to make it overly complicated, but anyways, it is, it's one of those games where you, f you go through the list of rules, and you're kind of like, it's, it's too much. It's a bit much. Yeah. But once you kind of get into it, the mechanics aren't that difficult it's just like remembering that's so many that's so many triggers. board games right and then to your credit you've played enough board games in your life like there's a, f a lot of common like engine type mechanics yeah. like when i talk to my sister who's a big board game person she she's like oh like it doesn't take her long to pick up on most games because it's using a similar engine or a similar type of mechanic that sh they've used elsewhere and yeah. and there's like it's like shakespeare wrote like all the story types we're ever going to know, right? The 11 story types or whatever it is. And yeah. there's only so many game types, game engines. Maybe. Yeah. So anyways, Ark Nova. There I, you go. Yeah, it was a really, I, was a really so fun So I think you and I are game. supposed to try this at some point uh, to see if we can open the doors. I feel like this, uh, that's a, that's a, it's going to be a tricky door, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I don't, like I've played it once and I don't know if I'm like ready to teach. I'd have to, but but playing it again and like trying to remember all the things, yeah. but give it a go. Sure. For sure. Um Yeah, and the last one is one that we both played very recently called Lethal Company. Oh my goodness, this game. And I was resistant I to think, this game. I wasn't resistant, I should say. I was just like, Can I just set this up? Do you mind? Mm -hmm. So we have a mutual friend, uh lovely fella. He he gets very excited about new games on the regular, and mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of hard to put a huge amount of weight into those games at times, um, because you're like, I don't know, like I, I can we just play the games that we're like haven't even really scratched the surface on, and, and to be fair, like the team probably needs a, some fresh fresh food or whatever, um, and then I looked at a video of this game and I'm like. I feel like this game is really like one of those games where if you play with the right people, it's probably a lot of fun. But you see these streamers play it with people they know and they have all this these antics and you're like, that's they're making the game fun, but the game itself isn't fun. And thankfully, that's not this game. <laughs> or maybe that's it like is this game. This. I, I don't know. But I, I gotta tell I you, maybe. and you you will agree with me immediately. That's the hardest I think I've laughed this month. This, I laughed yep. so hard the other night yep. when we played. 
like my family was like, what were you doing last night? <laughs> I was, I'm surprised I didn't wake anybody up or nobody came down. I was check. crying. I was laughing yeah. so hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were moments where I couldn't breathe. Yeah. So this game, I just like, you're like, a. what are you? You're like, a. you're crew of miners you're, or, or you're like space ex- yeah and you're space exploring miners and you're you literally you're the only job is to go and get scrap and to bring it back and sell it and you have a quota you have to meet you have like three days to do it and you take your little spaceship and you fly down and you get dropped off and actually the reason that i was so hesitant initially was because he labeled it as a horror a survival game or something we, yeah. and 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 also like i said it was close to phasmophobia which I can see the linkage, but there's enough yes. different that makes it not that. And while there are scary right. monsters that are quite intimidating in the game, yeah. um, because you don't like similar to Phasmophobia, you don't really have anything to do anything with the like the monsters there. You're probably just going to die. Also, yeah. quicksand, you're going to die. Also, like so many things, you're just going to die. And the death fall in a hole, can't figure and, out how and, to get out. And the most beautiful thing, and I'm sorry, I know please so my favorite moment was when one of our friends just made their way into quicksand and then just disappeared and the thing is is when you when you stop being alive you stop being able to communicate with other people and we use the in-game chat so you can only hear when you're near somebody or you can use radios in the game as well which we kind of got a couple at the end of the game uh because you need to have money for them but then but then our other friend went by and he's like oh yeah i'm like oh yeah that's where he died he died in there He's like, oh, right here? Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, be ca- be careful of this spot. Like, and he like, whoa, like he was starting to sink and he backed himself out. And you're like, okay, yeah, be careful. And then he's he's talking and he starts sinking. And I don't know if he realized he was sinking. And he just went in and, and like, it, like kind of blurbles at the end of the voice. Like it just does it automatically. And I was just, I fell over. I was just laughing so hard. I'm like, how did this happen? And then it was just you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there. I don't. I there's so many moments in that in that uh, in that game that. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you're you're not really built for success because you 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 kind of start with nothing and you have to decide what you're going to grab at the beginning and um, and selling scrap gets you nets you income so that you the whole thing is like each time you're successful over three days your quota goes up and the whole idea is like how long can you keep that run going because as soon as you fail you get ejected from the ship and you start like all back from the beginning right. again at the first quota yeah. um uh so but no i mean the the whole idea that you're supposed to use in-game audio and it's <laughs> as soon as someone dies they just they just go silent and you, you don't know what happened to things. them you like you're like no, are they just away right now they i don't i don't know if they're yeah. dead and they're like, you ran, in, you ran into me at some point. You're like, yeah. oh, you're alive. <laughs> yeah, because we heard this little, Wah. and we were locked, me and another friend were locked in a room because there were two, there was like a spider and another thing. And we were like, I don't even know how to get out of here because they're both right there. Yeah. By the way, the spider is not a small you, spider, just for the record. No, yeah. big, big spider. Yeah. Um, and then you made that noise and both of, both, we were both like, he's dead. <laughs> like there's no way he like i mean there's all these enemies out there and then so we finally snuck out and like the enemies weren't there and then we ran into you and we're like you're alive and you're like yeah it's like what so we booked it out of there but like there was the moment where i think it was you and the other guy 
walked on a mine. Oh yeah, and like <laughs> blew up. And I and I just heard I, the whole screen shook. I turn around and both your bodies just fly across the screen, and you're silent. And I, was, I couldn't stop laughing. It was just like and there's a way to there's a way to disable the mines remotely from the the ship. Yeah, that was, and that went flawlessly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, trying to, I was giving him, I was disabling it, trying, we were trying to figure out, and then from the ship, I think that the phasmophobia kind of uh, link there is the idea that, like, once you get walkie-talkies, you can talk to each other, but someone can stay in the ship and monitor you. Right. And then with the walkie-talkies, they can, they can use a terminal to put in codes to disable um, mines or traps or open doors or things like that. And they can see that on the map. So the funniest thing was we were gonna try this out and I could see the code for the mine and the mine only disables itself for like three seconds. So it wasn't clear if he was supposed to pick it up or just run past it, but he was trying to do something with it. And the timing between it being disabled and re-enabled, I, all I could see was a little dot on a map that then just kept kind of getting close to the mine every time I disabled it. And then he went to the mine and suddenly he just flew, his dot just flew across. The room. <laughs> so you immediately knew, well, that didn't go well. So good. But uh, yeah, lethal company. It was a, uh, it's a, I think it's an early access. It is early access. Yeah. Game. And I think it's like a solo developer type of type of game. Like it's, um, it, it might not be, but I, I feel like that's what I read, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very fun. It's silly. And, I mean, we went to a different moon and we thought we were safe in our ship. Turns out we weren't. We each got killed by the same monster progressively through oh, yeah. me first. That's right. Yeah. And then it came and in. I'm like, oh, hey, came Jake's in. dead. Why is he dead? Oh, yeah. oh, that's and then weird. The monster just came up behind, killed. <laughs> and then our fourth person who was like sneaking around, knew the monster existed, came in, saw all three of us dead in the ship, looked at us, didn't know how to how to take off and then died. We were all dead. Just like just fun just, moments, just the most the most amazing stuff. Silliness, it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah, so good game. Yeah, and uh, that brings me to the end of my list. Pretty good. So I'll pass it. Over uh, to you. So I played some of those. Um, you and I have been playing a bunch of Alan Wake too. Uh, this is true. Yes, um, that's a good game. So good, and I just realized it's not on my list. No, sure isn't. Um, um Jacob. Alan Wake 2 is a very good game. I don't know how I had it in my mind at one point that I, I was actually not sure if I was going to play it. And um, it is a very good game. I, I don't know what else to say about it because it's got so much like story and like things that I just don't really want to talk about the the game itself. But what I would say is that the uh, the voice acting, the... The, the like the fidelity of the I'll call I'll say fidelity and what I mean is like just the atmosphere and like the the level of like like the so there's two sort of main protagonists if you will that you sort of I think this is well advertised that you get to play as these characters and one of them um, she looks just phenomenal anytime she's in her like in a like a room that you go into regularly. I just, I can't marvel, but look, think, and like the amount of time that they put into modeling these characters must be from like really high. They just look so amazing. And the sound, the sound design in this game. So I realized something. Do you, you play, what, where, what's your audio setup when you play this game? 
stereo plus a center speaker. Okay. And like like stereo, like real speakers, not like TV speakers, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. All three real speakers. Um, I find it. My wife keeps suggesting that uh, if we just turn off the noise, it wouldn't be as scary. A thousand percent true. So I'm playing in 5.1. And when you hear a little ding, 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 ding behind you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that at all. And there was like yeah. a, there was a whole scene that I felt like I was in like a Nolan film where I was like walking down like an alley and like there was these like horns blaring like these like tenant movie horns it was just like and just like super like I'm just like this is intense like it was so cool and there's no question that Sam Lake the director for this is uh, he's definitely having his day in the sun here but like he he's a huge just lover of like cinema and games and media and like kind of like almost like a Kojima where he takes all the best things that he loves and tries to put them in the game. So there's, you can definitely see the influences that where he's taken things. And I wouldn't be surprised if he watched some Nolan films and took a note and said, we need horns, right? Like that would have been the thing he would write down. So like, and he's, he's, I, I love listening to his interviews and stuff. So anyways, I love it. I love it. I, I can't get enough of playing it, except I can because it's a very tense game to play. And I got to tell you last night when I played, and I played it for probably over a little over an hour um, before I handed the controller off because I'm going back and forth with my kid. But the uh, the I didn't, I only fought like four things. And... Mm-hmm. And it was really intense fighting those things. But like, I didn't do a lot of fighting, but I thought I was going to have to fight all the time. And that was very scary. Yeah, I think because uh, we didn't really, I think the last time we talked about it, we hadn't really progressed that much. So we, you know, we weren't really sure how to talk about like what we were expecting from the game. But I will say like, like you said it, that you had read that, you know, the fighting was like 20 per- 20% of the game, game or something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's true. I'd say that like, um, the Alan Wake piece that I played had a lot more fighting in it than like the saga parts. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of like increase, I guess, like it's like a wave, right? Cause that one felt a little bit more like, oh, they were actually kind of almost kept showing I'm sure it ebbs and flows to some degree, right? But it definitely, it definitely the the most thing that makes it uneasy is just the amount of, um, yeah, the atmosphere, the sound. It's the sound, like, man. The constant things, like there's just so much about it that you're. Just the sound like, is I know, brutal. I, yeah, it's. And I remember it's, that about well, the first really game well too, because like we, uh, we, you and I both, when we last played that game, we played with headphones on, and those whispers, man, I can just no. If I could just, if there's an well, option to uncheck whispers. Perfect. I'll uncheck it. <laughs> but then you think about that whole Alan Wake section. That's what they're doing. And that whole place, I remember being in a really dark spot where I couldn't see. It was foggy and Wake. even my light wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But you could just hear someone like whispering, Alan Wake, Alan Wake. It's, and you it's know the one guy that goes, that he's got like this, Wake. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. no, oh. stop. No, oh. don't say stop. that again. Please stop. Get out of here. Stop. I swear <laughs> I closed my eyes as I ran through that section. <laughs> Um, I, listen no it's really no judgment it's here. really good and I will say I played I, and again I'm not going to say anything 
because I'm waiting for you to play it too, uh, so we can actually talk about it. Because, but I played a section that I cannot wait to talk to you about mm. because I just like I I should I I guess I should like have expected. Okay, well let's let's in just some ways, yeah. but oh man, so good! Like it just keeps throwing stuff out that you're just like wonderful. It's, it's really well done. Yeah, I love I love the creepiness of the story and the really un- uncertainty about things that they've really thrown a lot more into it than the first game in terms of like the town's people and what's happening there and yeah it's it's i'm really enjoying the other it. thing is is like this is a big game like it's a big game in the sense that it's like got a big launch and a lot of lot behind it um but it's a big game in that it's 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 a very convoluted story and I don't know how they're doing such a great job of helping me understand what they're trying to share, right? Like mm-hmm. there's just so many facets and there's so many like, I'm at the point where I don't really know what's what yet still. Like, I'll mm-hmm. just say like, I don't know what's real. Um, and so, I, and I think that it's probably part, mostly by design, but the, yeah, they, it's really remarkable how well they do that. And I think the whole bit that they talked about and we've experienced is like having to put the store, like the, like you're putting together a, a case, if you will. Um, and you've got like that whole like murder board that you sort of map out. That's all I think really in service of and helps a lot to understand what they're trying to present. Um, so I think it works in a few different ways and it's not, yeah. Anyways, I, I love it. I think it's, I know you do too. And I will say, mm-hmm. I will say, I think also, um, even from someone who knows the previous games and the other connections, like for someone who isn't as familiar or hasn't played the game in a long time, like the first one or knows all the extra little stuff. Um, I think all of that has, they've done a really good job of that not being such a, you don't need, you don't experience. need it. No, like he talked about it, but you always wonder like, well, you'll miss out on references like our characters that might have returned or, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not, um, it, it's not crucial to the plot. I don't think they, it'll they matter. They do a really good yeah. job of just explaining um, so much of like what is happening there because really there's new characters who are kind of learning it now. So the way they kind of approach it with the new characters is that you're kind of learning it through their eyes. So you, as a new player, you are that character yeah. essentially. So it, it works really well. Really it well. Just, like, yeah, like that takes a yeah. lot of engineering, right? It's, they And to make it feel so easy, um, they do a really, really good job of it. The, um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Uh, lost my train of thought. It's, it's good. Alan Wake 2. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, here's my list of other things that I've played. So Alan Wake 2 is definitely the one that I like to play, but I can only play later at evening when my youngest are into bed and whatnot. But the uh, Cult of the Lamb, um, I think I mentioned last uh, recording that I was nearly done and then promptly, immediately after the recording, finished it within about 30 minutes. So I was very close. <laughs> yeah, very close. Um hi-fi rush so as a part of uh i've seen a lot of i was hearing a lot of people talk about hi-fi rush i still had access to game pass i i remember installing it and playing about some period i don't know it was an hour or 45 minutes or something just to check it out and then i think i promptly got distracted and just did not play it again 
Um, so I thought, well, I'll give it another go. So I played a few hours of it the other night and it's really good. I like it. Um, it's interesting though. I think like Steam World Build, I didn't really feel compelled to play more. Um, I feel like I got what I wanted out of it. I felt like, and I'm sure there's some like things that open up and change or whatever, but I just started to feel like it, it's a really well-polished game. Um, the voice acting is really good. It's got this really neat style that's not like, I don't know, maybe because I've been watching Scott Pilgrim, uh, the new uh, series, but it's got this like nice, like kind of like anime style, like art style mm-hmm. and like lots of cool cuts and like just really fun and cutting edge kind of in that way. Um, so that stuff's really cool. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm good. Um, I think I made it through the first couple of bosses. I got, I played the one with the nine inch nails song, which is kind of what I'd heard people talk about as like a really neat moment. And, um, and it was a really neat moment. I liked it. Yeah. Um, iRacing is back. It's back maybe. Uh, I haven't, I haven't raced since like February properly. Uh, partly because I was out, uh, down and out for, uh, for something that I could just couldn't race for a little bit, but, Mm-hmm. And then I never really got back fully back into the swing of it. And I've used it for, I used it for like the rig for Forza Motorsports and other stuff. But yeah, no, we're all up to date. I've got, we got some laps in. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in getting back into the swing of that. Uh, Super Mario Wonder. I've played a little bit. Oh, of, yeah. I've played a little bit on my own. Um, okay. And that is extremely frustrating. Um, right. Because when you die on your own there's nobody to save you unless you're playing online and you can get to another person which i am that's fair yeah yeah um so some of the more challenging spots i found a little more challenging um man is it good it just it really it i don't know if it has quite the same level of like bewilderment that i had when i played odyssey and man, my brother-in-law right now is playing Odyssey and he's like, this game is like really good. And like, he's playing with his kid and- It's first time? Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's played it before a little bit, but now he's like actually getting into it and playing it more. And I'm like, oh man, like this game, like, uh, I'm like, you need to like, go go spend, like spend the hour necessary to figure out how to do the moves. Cause like once you figure out how to do like those sweet, like long jump hat yeah. tricks, the game really opens up and you can all of a sudden like traverse crazy areas and the game's just super fun. Uh, but you have to, in my opinion, you have to learn, like you don't need to learn those to finish the game by any means, but like, I think that they're, well, that, it, it makes the game really fun. Yeah. Though, I think. I, I guess so. I, I felt like that, that was like the end game thing because there's so much silk, there's so much content in that game. Oh, after the credits, there's, yeah, it's like half yeah. the game. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's also half the game that's hard, right? They kind of give you like, yeah, the the, sure. the softer version intro. Like I would say, they give you the version There's, that you can play with your kids, and then it, and then they're like, okay, now it's like on. I'd say that like some of the biggest moments in Odyssey, like there's there's just a big nostalgia fest moments in that game, mm-hmm. like that I can think of. Um, it's a different experience for sure than Wonder. Wonder is a like a a, a great. Uh, 2d mario game oh it's just um, I think, so good the puzzle levels yeah. are good i like the puzzle levels and i gotta say like i learned from the online the ghosts they showed me where to go there was somebody that was just running around with me didn't even think about that yeah they were running around with me and literally showing me like because i i'd gotten like there's you have to get these five flowers in this particular level i couldn't find the fifth one 
And I, like I was determined to find it and I kept doing these loops around the map to try and figure it out. And they showed me, they showed me where it was. And they were following me the whole time, like trying to help me. Like they, they didn't know which ones I had. So they were kind of going to all the spots. And yeah. and then when they when they showed me and I got it, I did a little happy face. They did some happy faces. Cause like there's very, very, you can do yeah, like yeah. a few different uh, emojis if you will to communicate, yeah. but that's it. Um, so good, so good. And what did it like? A really neat feeling. And I, I like, yeah. I looked pretty neat. Also, what I found is when I sit down to play this, and I've kind of just done it on like Sunday mornings, um, uh, maybe Saturday mornings too. Um, the the my youngest will come by and go, yeah, let's it's time to play. Let's do this thing. I oftentimes if I ask to play, he's just like, nah, I'd just rather go do this thing. But if I'm sitting there, oh yeah, Dad, well let's like let's play. And sometimes yeah, it's yeah. just for a couple levels and then he's out. And sometimes it's for a few more. So anyways, really good fun. Yeah, I finished the I finished the boss. I finished the worlds. Oh, you finished the whole game? All the worlds. And I finished Yeah. But I but I as soon as I I'm on world it, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I finished all the worlds and Mind you, I'm I'm Bowser. I'm hundred percenting all the levels before I proceed. Right? Yes, do you do yes. the same thing? Yeah, but what I what I discovered was at the end, well, so the only thing I didn't 100% was in the world, there were levels I couldn't find. Oh, I couldn't okay. figure out. Like, it, I knew there were levels that I hadn't completed because it tells you when you've got all the flowers for that world, but I couldn't figure it out. So I just assumed, oh, it's like post-game. And I don't know that it is, but after you beat Bowser, it then tells you how many levels you've missed. So like you can see kind so of you can go back roughly and where you try to find it. those things. Um, because I'm I'm guessing there are secrets in levels to unlock those ones. Probably. And so this yeah. just helps you like know that you've missed like three levels in this world. Right. So yeah. So I just I 100 percent did the best of my ability across all the worlds, and then I just like, so okay, you've got I'm all three of the Bowser. purple things. You've got all the gems. You've got the 100 percent flag, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing me... I didn't do was the secret world. I I've I kind of forgot that I had unlocked that. And um, so I haven't done the secret world. I didn't even know there was a secret but, world. So sorry. How do you do? Um, so let me ask you this: There is, I do have one where I've got the flag check. So in Super Mario Wonder, um, and like a lot of Mario games, there's like a few different completionist type checks that they do. And so one of them, typically in Mario games, is you know you got to hit the top of the flagpole um, on the on the the level complete in this one you have to pick up three coins i'll call them the purple coins and uh and then you have to get all the the seeds um that's that's the three things for all levels i believe yeah except i found there was one level i did and so what i've noticed is that when i do all those things i get a little little like very like dithered check mark that's kind of around those things on the level select screen except i found one where i did all those things and that checkbox was not there and i'm like why is it not there do you know why it's not there um maybe um maybe 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 it's a secret level about my game and we can take a look and see well that's what i wonder maybe that's maybe that's got the there are areas yeah there are games where there's multiple exits to a level but um, i don't think i've come across those yet but it never unlocked another level it was just a different exit mm. and then you find the secret exit and you get another wonder flower but i'm pretty sure 
it shows you that there's an extra wonder flower. Like you're, it's obvious that like, if you found one exit, you're like, wait, there's three wonder flowers in this level. Yeah. So you have to go back and you find the third one. Um, and it's a second exit. Um, maybe after this. Yeah, we'll check it out. You know, at some point we'll check it out and see if I actually have, if I'm missing that too. I don't know. I'd be really curious. Um, and I haven't looked anything up, but I, yeah, it's better to ask you and that way you can get the information. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. Super Mario Wonder, you have a Switch. You owe it to yourself to buy this game. It's just delightful. Yep. Um, and then, of course, we've talked about the, some of the other games that I've played, the Phoenix Wrights and whatnot. Um, and then I went on a bit of a bender. I went on a bender, a mobile game bonanza. Um, and I have tried a five different games. One of these games is an absolute rock star of a game, and I would highly recommend to most people. The other four are going to just depend on who you are. So let's talk through these. Um, And actually, I was thinking for myself, because this isn't you, but I think what I would like to do uh, for our game of the year is I'd like to talk about, I just have like a mobile category where I maybe pick my favorite game of the year, just because um, I do enjoy having a something. And generally, it's an idle game of some sort. But anyways, okay. So Knighthood. Knighthood is a... So this is a really heavily heavy ad based game, but it's not so bad that it like forces you to click on something or whatever. You can kind of just dismiss them. Um, the funny thing is, is most most free to play games have an option to to do away with ads. Like you pay money and they'll just get rid of all the ads. Which I've done in a couple of games where I really like them and I want to support the developer and I hate ads. So that's sort of a win win for everybody, and except for my wallet maybe. But the so knighthood doesn't have that which is i thought was really weird it does also feel like they made a game a number of years ago and they've now like just tried to monetize the the heck out of it but okay my gosh for a mobile game so first of all one of my highly needed criteria for mobile games is other portrait style i don't want to do landscape games on my phone mm-hmm. no interest um knighthood is portrait and it's a game where you're just you're a knight, you level up your knight, you get more equipment and you go through these levels. And it's got like the story that kind of takes you through these lands and you go up through these battles and it's just a turn-based battle system. And you've got different abilities that you can use at time to time. You've got companions that come with you and you level up your gear. And you just kind of continue to do that as you go. And uh, for me, having a character that gets cosmetic upgrades to their gear like Diablo, like that's just, that is a selling point for me. And I like to see my gear improve and that's just the kind of thing it is. So I tried that out. I haven't even started played it today. I've only had it for about a week and so it might be on its way out, but that's Knighthood. It's pretty neat. I, I The reason I knew about it is because our f- friend's kid actually played it for ages and really loved it. And uh, so I thought I'd try it out. Okay. There is a subreddit okay. called incremental underscore games. Um, and it's all about games that are numbers go up. I think, that's, I think that's the title of the subreddit. It's just called numbers go up. And in fact, Okay. There is one of the most popular games of all time for these types of games is called NGU, which is Numbers Go Up. And um, extremely popular. And literally, it's all about just like small thing. Uh, you click on that, and you make it, and then you make it a slightly larger thing, and that thing makes the smaller thing maybe, and you just kind of continue to make numbers go up. And, and then you've got like all these modifiers and complexities that happen and different systems that just make numbers go up in different ways, and people just love these games. I don't know if I... I'm so removed from, I think I like a little bit of graphic, but I don't need a lot. 
more to, more about that later. <laughs> but in that subreddit, they have a game of the year uh, that they like to do, and it's a small community. It's not a big big spot. And yeah. last year's uh, they had top three mobile games, um, and one of them was Tap Wizard Two. Tap Wizard Two, whoa, what a weird game. It's it's basically Vampire Survivors, except it's a management version of it. So like, imagine like, you know how they have like FIFA football where you and I could play FIFA and we could like control players and like shoot against mm-hmm. each other. And then they've yeah. got football manager where you're just the person who controls which players are on the pitch, but you don't actually like play the players. Well, this is like that for Vampire Survivors. This is like Vampire Survivors manager. That's what this game is. So you're like, you're, you're getting all the upgrades laid out. You're like doing all those bits, but the actual running around and killing things, you don't do any of that. You can, but you, it can just do it by itself and you're kind of better to just leave it and just let it do its own thing. So it's really about leaving it alone and letting it do its thing while you manage it and try and help the numbers go up. That's a work in progress. We'll see how it goes. It's, it's a very, the graphics are very 8-bit and it's just, I don't know, there's something about it that hit for me. We'll see. Okay. We'll see if I even talk about it ever again. Okay. Uh, Legend Slime. This is yeah. a, so there's a bunch of games where they're just about uh, leveling up a character that's side scrolling across and like a sideways. Like, imagine an old Final Fantasy game where you're doing turn based combat. So, that kind of style looking game. We've got all your characters on the left and you've got all the enemies on the right. And you've just got these characters that keep progressing right and they keep fighting through enemies and they just keep getting stronger and stronger. And you just keep leveling things up and you keep getting more money. And you keep leveling your guys up. And then eventually, maybe there's a prestige mechanic in a lot of these games where you like kind of hit a button and then it resets everything, but you get to keep like a certain aspect that makes you more powerful. And then you kind of do it over again. You do it over and over and over again. I don't Okay. I don't know that I love those types of games because they require your device to be on and being played and they off, like there's no real offline progression. Um, right. And so some games have a lot of offline progression that just, you know, uses mathematics to figure these things out. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Legend Slime. Um, Pocket Trucks okay. is from, from the same people. <laughs> Short. <laughs> Short and brief. Pocket Trucks. So Pocket Trucks, my gosh, this is by Nimblebit. Nimblebit is a is a big company that's made some big games that have been very popular. Tiny Tower is one of them, um, and it's done in these pocket trains and pocket planes. And I suspect, I think the owners now they just go off and just like do other. Th- they don't have anything to do with the company anymore. Basically, there was just I think friends or brothers or something that started this company, and they made a few banger games back in like the heyday of mobile games where there wasn't that many. They made a ton of money and their company still runs, but they're off doing whatever they want. Um, So they basically took like pocket trains and said, well, we can just make pocket trucks. And it's the same game. So you have like, you start your empire, you build, you buy one truck and you're like, oh, I need to drive this shipment from LA to uh, Orange County. And so you pick up the thing and you drive it across and you get a little bit of money. And then you start to like, you do that a number of times and you're like, okay, I got a little more money now, I can buy a second truck. Okay, now I can do two different runs. So it's just like this shipping management game, basically. Shipping between different destinations, buying and upgrading your fleet for equipment. Eventually you get like flatbed trucks and then presumably rigs and other things. I don't know, I haven't played it that much. But what dawned on me though, is that this is just a formulaic game where they've done this a thousand times. The thing with Nimblebit though, is they just do it better. They do it really well. And I suspect that they're going to make a bunch of money off this game because people like 
the cutesiness of the graphics. And yeah, it's very, um, definitely wants your money though. It, it asks for a lot of your money. And then the last game. To progress? Mm -hmm. Like to progress Uh, like a time time progression? So this is the problem I have with a lot of these idle games is there's a lot of these games reward. Like they say, if you spend money, you can progress faster. But I would challenge you and ask anybody who's spending money to progress faster. Why? Because then you're just, you're literally just moving the the goalpost, but there's still a goalpost and you're still working towards it. You're just moving it. So like, what's the, why, why spend the money? Just don't do that yeah. and just continue to work towards the thing you have. Anyways, yeah. uh, Kittens game. Oh my gosh. I have I've never given this game a chance. I will tell you, my son saw me on my phone with this game open and he's like, I'm like, I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just checking out this new game. He goes, it looks like you're doing your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a screenshot right now. Does it look like I'm doing my taxes? I, I, uh, from a young child, I could see, you could see where that? that might be. Yeah. Uh, but I've done taxes before. This, this does not look like, like taxes. taxes. But, but that's because you're no. an, you're more you're you're an expert. Yeah, so, I'm an adult who does taxes. Exactly. But yeah, it's all text. It's, it's all text. Um, and it's it's all very like, it's it's all. Ra- I don't know why they've chosen kittens, but like it could they could have chosen dogs. They could have chosen anything, but it's kittens. And so like, there's a bit of a cat like theme to it it's kind of irrelevant for the most part, but you're basically, you're kind of building this cat empire and you start off with just having to get some catnip for, I don't even know what reason you just do. You get some catnip and then eventually you start to, you build these huts and then you have these kittens move into these huts. It's all text-based. So there's like a log that happens and then there's like all these little, you'll have to seriously look at a screenshot. I can't describe it very well, but there's, you have like a left, there's two paint, two like, columns basically for the screen the left side is like all your stats and the right side is like the things you do and you either build or you build or you build that's kind of all you do is you build and so you have to manage the amount of like egress and ingress for like all of your materials so catnip for instance you need it in order for your cats not to die so if you don't have enough catnip your cats die so you have to make sure that you've got and of course the more things you make the more catnip you consume and so you have to make sure that your cat, like I got dangerously low on catnip. I killed many kittens. It was brutal. It was a massacre. I've since <laughs> since solved this problem, but uh, there's seasons you go through and then certain seasons are really like, I didn't know this, but spring, like you do a lot more production of catnip. Summer average, fall average, winter, negative 75% production. So like if you don't have enough to make it through the winter, all the kittens dead. <laughs> that happened to me. So and I and I knew that the production would go down. I didn't realize quite how drastic it would be. But but you like I'm at the point now where I'm building like religious temples. I'm building like um, aqueducts to reduce the amount of like that's all for uh, irrigation for my farm so that they can reduce the consumption of catnip so that my catnip goes further so you can extend your life and you can build warehouses to store more materials. I built churches and like scholar like libraries and like scholar um study places anyways the the difference with this game versus every other idol game i've ever played and now i understand better all these idol games they provide you say for instance i'm playing an idol game right now and that we i play for one hour well offline i would get uh so if i played 
uh, sorry, if I just left it alone offline for one hour, I would maybe get like two or three minutes of like real, t- like if I had the game open and playing it, like it's it's piddly compared to what you get for having the game open. I'm not interested in having my phone open all the time. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm not going to do it. So, and that's what that more about what the legend slime was and whatnot. The kittens game, like when you tell it to build it, it just builds it. It's just a time thing. So you could leave the phone open for four hours and it'll take four hours. Or if you like go and actually do your taxes for four hours and come back, it'll be done in four hours. Like, so it's just, it's real time, right. everything. So everything just runs. Yeah. And so really yeah. the game becomes more about like this management game where I check on it periodically. Initially it was pretty heavy, like the first like couple days. And now I, I think I bought it for four bucks. Um, so it's, so there's no ads in this game either. It's just a hundred percent. It is what it is. Yeah. There's about three games like this. I think there's another one called paper clips, another one called space plan. And they all have stories and they all uh, can be finished, I think, too, uh, which is very unlike a lot of these. Anyways, I love it. I think it's just amazing. And um, I'm very glad I got into it. And it, if uh, I think Space Plan will be my next one if I uh, ever jump off this one. So this is, sorry, this is the one? Kitten's that, Game is the one, yeah. That beats all the it rest. It beats all the five. rest, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Got it. Um, I really need to like not have games on my phone, to be frank, because they're very distracting. Um, All right. And I like my like I don't know about you, but I get a weekly phone report on my phone usage um, Mm -hmm. that shows me like how much like whether like what my trend is and whatnot. And on average, I don't actually use my phone very much. It's like it's (laughs) I've seen some reports of what some people's kids use, and I'm like, what? Like they're teenagers, but like they're on there for like 10 hours a day or something insane. Like obviously not actively like, well, or maybe they are, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they are on for there for 10 hours a day, but I'm on, my phone report says I'm on there for like an hour and 20 minutes or something. This week it said a lot yeah. bigger because of all these stupid games. So I need to, <laughs> I need to make sure. Anyways, kittens game. Great game. Hilarious. That's it. That's all I played. Wow. All you played. Cool stuff. Good chat, man. I'm really well, looking forward to our list of something soon. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be really great. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's chat then. Brings us yeah. to the end of this podcast. Uh, we'll hopefully get a list of something out, and or at least recorded in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Next time. And he's waving. Bye. Jacob's waving. I'm waving. Okay, see yeah, For all those people who can't see me. Bye, Jacob. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. I'm not actually leaving, Jacob, by the way. I'm just saying that, but we're going to stop recording and I'll just continue to talk to him as we do. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.